Welcome back to the Black TV Shows Podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomaskin, and today we're going to be talking about A Different World, Season 4, Episode 3, Blues for Nobody. This episode aired October 4th, 1990, directed by Debbie Allen, written by uh, Judy Ann Mason. Wrote, she wrote, she or he, I don't know, um, wrote for three more episodes of A Different World in season four and um, wrote for shows like Good Times, Sister Act 2, The Bad... Uh, back in the habit the episode is about freddie befriends an orphan and suggests the possibility of adopting the, adopting the boy to professor randolph so we start off in the pit where dr randolph is talking to the children this is part of uh walter's operation outreach uh so basically they're volunteering their time to uh, to his organization to show these kids uh, a college life um I actually worked for a nonprofit that did similarly done did something like this, but it wasn't targeted to black uh, kids. It was targeted to all kinds of kids, but mostly kids that might not get the opportunity to come to a university. Uh, so more of the inner city kids, but uh, they will take any kid basically. And I actually now it's funny. I have a family member that's part of the program, so it's like very like meta like. I, because I started off as a volunteer, then I worked for them, um, and they still use my photo in promotions uh, from the time that I volunteered, uh, which was like maybe 2015, 2016 that happened. Uh, and then, and then for the fact that that family member has mentioned like, oh, I've seen your face on the promotion, and I'm like, oh my god, they have not changed. But it's a great organization. I'm not gonna name it just because it's very specific to a region, but. Uh, it, it, the Operation Outreach gives me the, the vibes, B- basically bringing these kids to university, showing them what uh, opportunities that they have by being mentored by university or college students. Uh, so it's a great it's a great program, like uh, the program that I was part of and the program that Walter is doing. They're great. Uh, I wish as a kid I had the opportunity to see what college life was and i'm not talking about like the day-to-day like you know if you're those that stay in dorms i'm not talking about that just like the subjects that they teach and everything um and yeah so i wish i had that experience when i was young and unfortunately i did not so after uh dr randolph uh does his story uh they serve mr ian serves lunch at the pit and uh Dwayne is there <laughs> i don't know how he got in uh it's very strange uh because there's actually a sign that says no um no students coming until after a certain time because of this operation outreach so Dwayne is like but i'm starving like i want to eat something and whitley was like well i have one more sandwich left and then she eats it to be savage <laughs> so and Dwayne was like you're so damn evil <laughs> And the kids march march off to go home, and then Freddie talks to a child, um, why? Oh, Alex, uh, who is adopted, but we don't know that until sh- she mentions or he mentions that um, he's he has a fair tomorrow, and she thought it was like a, like a music park fair, and then he's like, no, it's an adoption fair, uh, and he hopes that someone will take him home tomorrow. I uh, said he's gonna wear a tie, and uh, he thinks someone will take him home this year. 
And afterwards, Freddy's just like kind of upset about it, being like, this is not right. Like he should be able to have a home and not be stuck in the system. And then uh, while this is happening, Mr. Gaines opens the door and all the people rush in. They're starving. They just want to eat. Uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> it's the next day and Freddy and Kim go to the adoption fair to see what it's all about. Check it out. And Freddy doesn't like this ad adoption fair. It's appealing. Or oh, what am I saying? Appalling. <laughs> Guys, I don't know English. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm struggling. And Alex comes towards Kim and Freddy. He says hi. He gives his speech. I'm AIDS. I like to fish, swim, and skate. And Freddie was like, uh, she's not going to adopt you. She's just a student. And he was like, oh, I just wanted to be polite. Uh, and he likes the people over there, which is like a, a married couple. They're pretty young. Um, and he says the same speech to that couple. And Freddie um, helps Alex out by like telling that couple like he will be amazing for you and all that and Kim was like okay you gotta stop he's not a used car <laughs> like you need to stop with the like pushing it and then Freddie wants to talk to the person in charge and she thinks that there's a better way than this just because it's kind of like it's kind of demeaning to the child because the parents are only going to pick the younger ones because they want to actually get the full like child journey of having children um because you know in in the in a dream world for everybody it's like they want a baby uh and raise them from the, the from the time that they were born until the time that they're 18. um but when you're at an adoption fair obviously a lot of those kids are not newborns they're much older so they were they would rather go with the youngest because then they can spend the most time with that person and they would they skip over the older kids and then the older kids are stuck in the system and uh, they don't usually have a great life so it's it sucks uh that that's how it is and i understand freddie being saying that this is not there should be a better way than this um and uh the adoption fair person says uh this is the best way we could do it because the children and parents find each other here it's just easier that way and then we zoom in and we see the we see the couple with a smaller child and Alex is in the corner sad and he takes off his tie. Then we're in the classroom, uh, Dr. Randolph's class, and Ron quotes W. D. Uh, B. Du Bois: "The price of liberty is less than the cost of oppression." He adds on and says, "You know, I second that motion." Um, and Randolph says uh, WDB voice and a dash of Smokey Robinson because that's how uh, Ron was saying the quote. And basically, Du Bois was talking about how black people could achieve equality at a time uh, our rights were being um, taken away. And Randolph says uh, he's been doing a lot of reading and ask if. <laughs> oh, sorry. Randolph asks Ron, like, you've been doing a lot of reading. Did your date stand you up? Uh, and Ron was like, uh, it was a rain check. And then he looks at Bianca, basically. Um, so he's doing reading because he had a rain check, you know? Um, and then uh, all of a sudden, Freddie and Kim come in and uh, 
they, they came late to class and Randolph asks Freddie uh, her opinion but she was like I'm mentally not in this room uh, she talks about the being an adoption fair um, the kids will be stuck in the foster system and more than half of in that more than half of them are african-american and the class is over but there's no answer to what they can do with the children and Ron can't speak his mind he like he like really was like into the reading and he just wants to like he just wants to put his intake because he doesn't know when the next time he's going to read um, and be involved with these conversations. Um, so, uh, yeah, basically Randolph says, like, you're probably going to get another rain check so we could talk about it later uh, or at another day. And then Freddie talks to Dr. Randolph and Freddie says, I'm mad. Um, she, can't, she just can't talk. And then she asks Randolph, are you married? And he said, yes. And she was like, do you have any children? Uh, he said, no. And he's like, she was like, oh, then you can adopt Alex. And who? He says, I prefer a newborn. <laughs> Not a good answer to say. And basically, Freddie was like, um, why? And he says, it just make it easier for the child to adjust. And Freddie was like, easier for the child or easier for you? It's, it's definitely for them, not the child. The child will adjust. And Freddie is mad that Alex has been in the foster system since he was four, and they will just wait for the child to not... And then, well, uh, Dr. Randolph waits for a child that's not born. Like, that's... Which, you know, it sucks. Like, that's... That is a sad reality. Like, people would rather have newborns while there are all these children that don't have homes. I, it's better. I feel like it's better to uh, stay with, uh, try to help all the kids that are in the world that doesn't have homes get homes, um, than to bring more people into this world. I don't know. That's my opinion, and it's it's hard. It's just like, yeah, your dream is always to have a newborn, but it's it's just yeah, it's a it's a hard reality. Doctor Randolph says uh, there are some things you just don't understand. And Freddie says, well, you're too busy writing about our problems to do anything about them. I was like, damn, that's, uh, that is true. Um, and a little, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> that's all I can say right now. It sucks. Um, yeah. So then we're at the apartment and, um, all of a sudden Ron's still talking about W.D. Du Bois as uh, like elitist, but actually he's concerned with the design to elevate the entire race. Um, and he told this to the the neighbor like in the apartment, not even like to his friends. And Freddie says, uh, you're going to bore, the, uh, b make the building boring uh, by talking to them. And Ron says, I am trying to uplift the race, okay? <laughs> And so they, Ron, uh, Freddie, and Kim go into the apartment while Alex is running up. And so he basically was chasing Freddie. And he knocks on Willie's door because, or Jaleesa's door, because he didn't see where uh, Freddie was walking into. And Willie opens the door and she says, I don't want any of your nasty cookies. Um, and he's like, no, 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 I want Freddie. And she was like, well, she's probably across the hall or something. And Dwayne walks out and says, oh, hey, Alex. And then um, 
you know, Dwayne says, oh, Freddy's in my room. And all of a sudden, Whitley comes in and just um, becomes super nice to uh, Alex because before she, uh, she was being really rude to him. And, uh, and now, like, she's just like, oh, I was just helping this dear boy find Freddy, you know. Uh, and the kid, see, that's the good part about kids, they tell the truth. He says, no, you're not. You said, you said scram, you know, like, uh, <laughs> so, you know, Dwayne got the real picture, basically. Dwayne says, uh, you don't do much babysitting, do you, huh? <laughs> and Willie says, she prefers boys closer to her own age. And Dwayne says, uh, you might get one if you learn how to treat them, uh, treat them right, and you can get one. Uh, and then Dwayne um, lets Freddy into his place, uh, and Freddy sees Alex is there um, and asks if she can. St basically, he asks if he can stay. Or so Alex uh, decides to go into the apartment, and Whitley decides to join. And then Alex follows, uh, you know, Freddie, and Freddie tells everyone, oh, this is Alex, I think he wants to talk alone. But Ron was like, uh, you can talk outside, this is my apartment. And Alex says, uh, so he decides to say goodbye to her, and he's going to run away and then suggest staying. So he was planning to go run away, and then suggest staying with Freddie, but that won't work either because she's, has, she lives in a dorm room, um, and she's still in school and no job. And so Alex says, what's wrong with me? Nobody wants me. Uh, he doesn't want me to go back, you know? And so we go into the act break and Willie's on the computer with Alex with uh, playing a game. And Dwayne says like, we need to do something. Like he's been gone for over an hour. The authorities are probably looking for him. And Ron says, yeah, all, all I... <laughs> All we need is a SWAT team to come get arrest, uh, get us arrested for aiding and abetting a runaway. And Kim says, like, he kind of has a point. And Ron says, uh, can we take him to your dorm? And Freddie says, uh, he, she, she can't uh, because if Walter finds him, he will take him to the adoption center. And Freddie says, like, I just need more time to figure this out. Um, and Willie calls them out saying, and spells, decides to spell out the words that she's saying so that Alex wouldn't understand. But I'm like, the child is hearing you. He can understand you. Everyone's, everything that everyone's saying, he can understand you. And Kim, I love, she, it was like, the boy is a, he can spell. And she's like, S-O. <laughs> and um, Willie is like, okay, I'm going to go get some cookies for you, Alex. And uh, she goes to the to her dorm, or I was gonna say dorm, her apartment, and runs into Walter. And uh, Walter asks Julissa if she's seen Freddie, and Julissa's like, "No, I haven't." Um, and they mentioned that uh, Alex ran away; uh, he's not in any danger. But you know, him and Freddie are close, so I just thought that they'd be together. And Julissa's like, "Okay, I'll tell you when uh, if we see her." And throughout this whole thing, Willie plays dumb. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to say nothing. So then Walter leaves and all of a sudden, um, Willie decides to go through the terrace, goes to the like 
terrace because it's connected to Dwayne and Ron's apartments. And Freddie and Alex are just sitting on the corner. And so Whitley just takes him and brings him to their apartments. Um, and then that's when like Jaleesa is like, wait a minute, isn't this the boy that Walsh was looking for? And then he does his whole speech like, hi, I'm Alex. I'm eight. I can sw swim, whatever, fish, all that. And he, she's like, this is the boy. And Walter goes to Dwayne and Ron's place, and uh, they they all freak out. And but like, at least you know Alex is gone, and they're like, oh no no no, we haven't seen him. We no, we're good again. <laughs> and then uh, unfortunately, um, uh, Alex decides to run out in the hallway. I don't know. That was just kind of stupid of him to do. Um, and Walter finds him and uh says like i got i gotta take him back i he cannot stay here it's it's not allowed and um yeah it's and it's unfortunate everyone's sad and um walter mentions like hiding will not solve the problem and there's no other choice but taking him back so he takes him back we're now at the pit where mr gaines dr randolph Cornell taylor and walter joins in to play i think poker um, and Walter talks about dropping off Alex and how it was rough and Walter asks if like Alex can stay with him until he can find a better place but they said that that would be breaking the rules that's what the adoption say, uh, uh, center said that it would be breaking the rules because then they would have to bend that to everyone else I don't understand why the adoption system is such a long process like I understand like they need they have to clarify that the child will have a really good parent and the parent won't do anything bad to the child but still it's um it's unfortunate that's all i gotta say about that uh it's unfortunate that the system is such a long system and these kids are stuck in the system f forever basically dr randolph asks like is do you think he'll have parents soon um and uh walter was like at the moment uh, in time nothing permanent and Walter mentions that Alex's dad died and the mother abandoned him at the age of four and he's been moving from one foster home to another and his family gave up, um, his last family gave up and now he's in child welfare system again. The system makes it difficult for parents to take care of their own child. Um, they, so this whole po poker game is talking about like how kids are just stuck, they're in, in the system, and how that they really wanted to take Alex home. While playing, Walter Randolph loses because Dr. Randolph lost his concentration because he was thinking about Alex. So we're now at the adoption center and we see Mr. Gaines, but he is wearing a wig to make himself look younger so he can adopt Alex, which is ridiculous. Uh, it, it's just funny to watch him in that uh, wig. So the adoption center says that Mr. Gain is too old. Then Colonel Taylor also tries to adopt and they said that he doesn't have a wife and they said no to Walter. And then we're back at the pit and they're all mad that they're unable to adopt Alex. And Walter says, well, they didn't say no. They just said that they're thinking about it. And Colonel Taylor says, you know, I should be able to adopt Alex uh, just like that. Cause I'm, you know, part of the military. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Most people that are from the military have PTSD and they probably could treat they probably treat the child really badly and then uh, Mr. Gaines still has his wig on and uh, he says oh, it's, it's they're gonna overcharge me 
um, and his uh, head is, you know, thin and all that. So, yeah. So they'll charge him extra two days for the wig now that he ha since he hasn't returned. Alex comes to the pit to see Freddie, and Alex says, you know, Mr. Miles says someone wants him today, and Professor Randolph shows up and says, yeah, I'm the one who adopted him, hopefully. And Alex uh, gets ice cream from Mr. Gaines, so he goes off. And Freddie says, uh, you know, she will babysit for free, you know, um, she, she'll do anything. And Randolph says, calm down. Alex is not coming home with us right away. There's a lot of paperwork and screenings to go through, and hopefully if everything works out, I'll have a son. And Freddie says, I owe you a huge apology. And he said, yes, you do, but you also made your point. And then Alex comes running out with Mr. Gaines' uh, wig, and Randolph says, that's my boy. <laughs> and that's how we end the episode. So we had uh, some guest stars. We had Roger Godarv. Uh, Smith, uh, as I said, I, I can never say names properly. Uh, Professor Howard Randolph, T.G. Uh, T.J. Evans as Alex Webb. He's in 15 credits, still acting. Um, Brandon Adams as Dion, uh, which we've seen before. Toy Newrick as Bianca. George C. Sims as uh, Ernie Miles. He's a He's been in 227 and he has 27 credits to his name. Abner Marr as Kobe and Lanyard uh, Williams as the man at the adoption fair. Uh, he has five credits and he passed away uh, February 7th, 2015 at the age of 59. So that is the episode right there. Uh, it's a short one, but oh, before I go, leave your f uh, feedback at blacktvshowspod at gmail.com. Follow on the Instagram Black TV Shows Pod. Uh, what else is there? Oh, and I have an Etsy shop uh, mirror track. Please click the link in the bio and uh, get some spreadsheets so you could uh, budget your personal finance and your travel finance. And I use this all the time. So please check it out. Thank you. Uh, until then, talk to you next time. Peace.